performance enhancement. You know, the question was really raised, has been raised quite a bit, is cannabis a performance enhancing drug in the traditional sense? Um, or substance even, I should say. Um, I think cannabis is great for athletic use if you use it the right way. But I think, you know, there's a lot of different ways we can touch on this topic. We can absolutely talk about whether or not for the Olympics specifically, this is something that we think, uh, you know, should or shouldn't be happening. But um, I think overall, we're going to talk about in general, like what, what THC and CBD and cannabis really in general can do for you athletically, as far as your performance goes and recovery and all that good stuff. And then we can tie it back in and see how we feel overall. Performance enhancing substances are substances in traditionally that are used to improve any form of activity and of performance in humans, which, you know, I think personally is, is makes a lot of sense. Um, with the, uh, with, when you look at cannabis, mm -hmm. it absolutely, you know, has performance enhancing capabilities. If you're looking at that definition, right. Um, but does that also mean in that case, like does water, have performance and, and Gatorade and caffeine, like, are these all performance enhancing substances right. as well? Because if you do or don't take any of those things, it makes a big difference, a sizable difference for athletes like this for, on your performance activity and, and your performance. Right. So I, I think, you know, it, it really, it really helps to kind of consider what type of substances we're looking at and how we're viewing them. Um, I would say personally that we're looking at substances to see if they really have uh, artificially an unfair advantage is how I would kind of describe this. Um, all right. So performance enhancing. So, so you have different types of performance enhancing drugs essentially yes. that have been classified. Right. And uh, I, I personally think substances that give people artificially an unfair advantage are substances that you would want to consider performance enhancing, right? And in, in a competitive sense, right? You don't, you want everyone to be, on, to be on an equal playing field so you can really judge who's the best competitor, right? If someone's using something that is enhancing their performance immensely over everybody else, then that's really not fair, right? If no one else has access or is doing the same thing. So um, there are totally banned substances in competition in the Olympics, such as anabolic, CPO, beta 2 ag agonists, uh, masking agents, diuretics, and then there's also in competition banned substances such as stimulants, marijuana is one of them, narcotics, and glucocorticosteroids. Um, th there's it's a different type of steroid basically, and so there's things that that you can take you know outside of competition, but then once you're inside the realm of competition, then you shouldn't be taking any of those substances that could possibly affect your performance in any way. So. I mean, I, you know, the question really becomes like, where does cannabis fit in here, right? And and um, I, I would just go back to that that original case that I made, where a performance enhancing substance in the traditional sense that we think about it is is it enhancing um, artificially your activity activity, excuse me, whatever it is that you're doing, right? And and I would argue no in that case. The way that most people use cannabis, um, I don't believe is performance enhancing in the traditional sense once you get inside competition right like it's just it's just not the case i don't think and um th there's an article that i'm going to post jack i i think i sent it over to you earlier uh in the new york times right that that looked into this exact question and really you know what they were saying what, what a lot of people were saying is that uh what a lot of the studies were saying really is that um THC has actually been shown to hamper decision-making and reaction times, which, which we've seen. It can do that, right? 
Um, smoking could damage the lungs, right? That's something that we know. Like it's, yep. it's if you smoke it. And if you're doing something that's like weightlifting, like cycling, driving, anything like that, you don't really want to be damaging your lungs or hampering your decision-making skills and reaction times if you're like cycling on the side of a road, right? So, you know, none of those things we're going to be wanting to do and use cannabis at the same time. So so cannabis, I would say overall, when people use it, this is how I, I kind of see this, and, and we'll get into this, I think, you know, as we get on with our discussion but it does not, in my opinion, make you a superhuman. And Jack, you, tell me what your thoughts are on this. But like, I do not think that when you, somebody uses cannabis, they can go to the gym and bench press like you know fifty percent, twenty five percent more and why than what not? they normally could. I think you're wrong. I mean, I mean, I, I, I that'd be amazing. We got know, this strain called the, the Super Serum. And it gets you twice as you just gotta you gotta find yeah. it. But like I, I think the biggest thing that cannabis does, the reason why people like cannabis, and, and, and you actually probably know this more than than I do, even because you run, I think, more than I do. But it gets you in like a, a like a lot of runners say it gets you in like a runner's high type of zone, right? And and I think that um that is the part of cannabis use when using it for perform for performance activity yeah. that a lot of people are interested in utilizing it for. It's 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 not like I'm gonna go to the gym and be able to like lift a hundred more pounds. It's not that at all. It's I'm going to go to the gym and that twenty five pound bar or that forty five pound bar that I usually lift or one hundred thirty five pounds, the two forty fives on the side, whatever it is you're doing, that normally is like just a pain in the ass to get moving on. Like God, I have to do this again. I got to get my shoes. On. I got to walk to the gym. That the motivation, the mental state of wanting to get yourself moving is the difference. I think with cannabis, oh, it, it's, it's a mental motivation, right? That's why strains are so important. Um, you know, and exactly. picking the right ones. Uh, because that's why I yep. think we it roots all it always roots down to that same thing we talk about with a lot of people is like oh cannabis gets me super um uh, uh what's that word Jesus it gets me very uh, paranoid and it's because you probably yeah. smoked too much or you smoked the wrong strain oh it gets me really tired it's probably because you smoked a big indica and you want to chill into couch so yeah I think yep. it's, intent is a big part of it so agreed that's. Yeah, man, you're, you're like spot on. That's, and that's, you know, one of the things I was going to, I mentioned just a second ago was THC can, can like hamper your decision-making skills and reaction time. Right. Which, which it can, but you just made the point that the the correct point there, it really depends, I think on the strain. Now with all that being said, I think it's so vital to always have a little bit of sanity in your, your cannabis, which includes CBG and CBD to kind of provide an anchor, a mental anchor. So like you Mental anchor. again. That's I don't a good one. Well, yeah, because like you get some people that use cannabis and they go crazy and they yeah. end up at the, like the ER and the doctors are just giving them sandwiches and water to you know helping them. <laughs> oh, you're after fine. A few hours. Like, like yeah. <laughs> right. That's how it usually goes. But like, but I, I, I think, um, yeah, I just, I think it's important because a lot of times, you know, I use, Jack, I love Jack Herrera in the morning. Yes, and and that is like kind of like gas and fire for me. But Great. if I were to only use that and not provide any type of balance and, and Zen to it, right? Like right. like that, it's that balance and Zen. You can be so fired up and ready to go, but that doesn't mean you're in a flow state. And when you're in a flow state, that's where you're enhancing and optimizing your day-to-day activities when you're, when you're being your best. And when you're able to be your best, you can't be your best if you're not in a flow state. Yeah. So what I, what I love is, is, yeah, I love high THC, sativa. A lot of times it's Jack Herrera that I end up using. But I love pairing that. So, so I'll do like a, a one-to-one-to-one ratio with a little nugget of 
you know, THC, Jack Herrera a lot of the times, a little nugget of CBD, a little nugget of CBG, and you put all three together and you have this beautiful like symphony of just for me anyways, like a morning of just complete energy. And that's when I do my workout is in the morning. So it just helps me a ton, man. Yeah. But you could even, and, and I like to do mine post. It's almost like a reward sometimes for me. You know, it's all preference. So yeah, I'll exactly. Do a, I'll that, do a, sometimes I'll do a pre-workout, yeah. you know, and that, you know, that's, yeah. that, that's what it like, it's caffeine, obviously, you know, so it's got stuff like that and it should get me going because, yeah. you know, I like that extra boost, but afterwards it's like my reward and also with homeostasis and relaxes the muscles after you, you yeah. remember our after our yeah, hippie speedball remember the hippie speedball stephen Don't collard you do that we before? talked about that i thought you do that beforehand though Th- that's before yeah yeah but that's but that's like it ties into this whole thing oh, that's yeah. kind of what i'm talking about so you so, are. so yeah i was saying the the hippie speedball if you guys go back to our flow state episode um i think it was last year we did this uh, that Stephen Kotler does a lot of studies on this, and, and mm-hmm. he talks about the high the high THC sativa he uses in the morning, uh, paired with a little caffeine. I, I use cold brew, and then you sweat. So you you use those three things, and that'll help you for the rest of the day become kind of get you mentally into an optimal yes. flow state. And uh, I love it, man. I, I, oh, I it's no. like one of my favorite things to do. Like to first thing in the morning, just get in the zone, you know, and then the rest. You have a whole day after that. It's amazing. Yeah, you know. So, so that that's kind of my gist. But I, I there's I found another article real quick. I want to run through, and it, yeah. it lines out the benefits and the risks, right? And it was pretty good. And so there, there's pros and cons for all this stuff. So what I was gonna do, I'm just gonna jump through these and just kind of talk through them real quickly. Um, there's like a, like nine little bullet points here of the pros and cons. Um, I'm going to start with the risks. They're way less fun than the pros. So <laughs> I'll definitely get through those first, uh, risk number one, when you're using cannabis, um, and, uh, and, and, uh, working out and for athletic performance is that THC can actually increase your blood pressure, um, which actually can increase your risk of a heart attack. And, and if you're consuming it within an hour after workout is what they're saying is that's when your blood pressure can increase a bit. Um, I had high blood pressure and cannabis actually is one of the things that has kept me more, uh, on a lower level. And, uh, I'm 120 over 80 every time now I go to the doctor. And so I'm not on heart blood medication, um, blood pressure medication at all. Mm. Uh, however, that doesn't mean that it doesn't raise your blood pressure when you use cannabis, right? Um, so it's just something to consider. I don't see how it's much different than, you know, drinking a coffee, right? That does the same thing, but something to consider when you're using cannabis, if you're high at risk for that, definitely consider that that's something that, that happens often when you use cannabis. Um, and, and if you're going to use cannabis, high CBD cannabis, you wouldn't really be seeing that. Uh, risk number two, long-term high THC use can create an increased risk of depression. So, um, and if you're depressed, you're definitely not motivated to work out. No. And so you're going to have a immu- immu- uh, weakened immune system, blood sugar fluctuations, gastrointestinal yep. problems, all those things. Now, high THC use, that's, I think, the key word. And, and we've said this a bazillion times, and I just said it a second ago. That's why you want to add a little CBD, CBG anchor to it. And so, you know, yes, I have used high THC over and over and over again. And eventually you kind of get to a point where you're just like, God, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's just like, a, like you kind of get a little frustrated. You get, and then, and then you take that CBD. Um, if I will vape CBD flower, it's actually what I, I use here in my Dynavap plug there. Jack 10 promo code. If you guys see that, mm-hmm. uh, the Dynavap I'll load with CBD, CBG, 
And um, it's really nice. Like, it just kind of like, if I'm feeling like, you know, a little anxiety, a little like, uh, like angst, it just like, like, just, I don't know. It's the only way I can describe it is with that sound effect that may not make yeah. a lot of sense. But <laughs> it's just, you know, it just like totally smooths you over, man. And you're just like, you feel so good. And not in a druggy way. It's just in a very good way, healthy way. So that's that's what I like. And that's risk number two is that it increased, you know, depression. But again, you know, use your stuff the right way. Risk number three, um, it can impair your motor skills. And that's just like any other intoxicant, whether it's alcohol or reaction speeds, anything like that. Um, high THC can do that. And then uh, if you're smoking it, risk number four is that it can damage your lungs. And so you always want to make sure we're getting it at a, you know, at a, a reputable spot. And that's goes with vaping as well, because we've seen that be an issue with vaping. Um, but smoking, um, although my doctor did tell me it was safer than, than uh, alternative of vaping, which I thought was great. Um, uh, but he didn't know I vape flour. Uh, it's, it's still something that, you know, has those carcinogens and, you know, like other toxins that are going to go into the bloodstream that just aren't good for you at the end of the day. So if you can use an edible, if you can use a tincture, if you can vape whole flower, again, like, like we just showed you with the Dynavap here as an example, it's just a really awesome option to be able to, uh, to kind of stem or just blunt any of those risks. Mm Mm-hmm. But those are the risks, man. Um, I think the benefits are way bigger than the risks. And that's, I guess I'm biased, you know, but I'm biased because that's how I've experienced cannabis. <laughs> so if I experienced it the other way, then I'd be, I'd be, this would mm-hmm. be flipped. But, you know, for benefits, number one, and I love this, Jack, it improves mental acuity. Yep. Um, there's a 2017 study that I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, post on here that showed that low doses of THC, consistent low doses, actually helped restore cognitive function in older mice. Um, And and this kind of helps with like the getting in the zone type of thing, right? The hippie speedball that we were just talking about. Low THC doses doses can kind of help you get in the zone. And that's what I find. I do add a little bit of low THC into my CBD and CBG mix a lot of the times, and I get that. Number two, it actually improves your sleep and can improve, therefore, your overall recovery. That's another benefit. Um, THC can actually induce and suppress dreams, which you wouldn't think is a good thing until maybe you have PTSD and that's a reason why you can't sleep, right? Um, little THC can actually suppress dreams and therefore allow you to not have those issues. CBD on the other hand can actually ease REM sleep disorder, which is where you act out your dreams, which is not something we want either, right? (laughs) If you're like fighting like a ninja in your dreams, you don't want to be doing that in real life either. (laughs) So... Right. And so, so CBD like can help relieve, honestly, lower your stress naturally mm-hmm. just kind of improves your sleep. And so I would say long-term again, CBD as a sustainable long-term solution to improve your sleep um, is obviously like a, a really beneficial option. Uh, THC great as well. If you're really having trouble, but I would say CBD for long-term is, is uh, can help also people taper off their sleep meds. I, I was on Ambien and I no longer am on Ambien. Right. And so, you know, and that's because I, I use cannabis. Right. I would say number three on here benefit is treating muscle spasms for mm-hmm. athletes. Right. So uh, cannabis is, has definitely been known to treat this. And, and personally um, I just think about hiccups. If you ever have hiccups and you have a one-to-one option, whether it's a vape or a uh, tincture, a fast acting tincture, mm-hmm. or you're smoking a one-to-one option of some sort, try it. If you have the hiccups and you vape one-to-one of THC CBD, you actually, every single time I've noticed this, 
my hiccups go away <laughs> every single time. And the hiccups are just a muscle spasm. That's all they are. And so I, you know, you can imagine how that, that, that action would be trans, you know, effectively translated to other types of muscle spasms in your body. So, um, you know, I don't experience those. Uh, I, I did have muscle spasms recently in my calves, but that was due to like a lack of nutrients that I wasn't getting for something else. It's just water, basically, yeah. it's too much of that. But like, like muscle spasms, you know, whether it's a cream, if it's in a localized spot or a vaping, um, something like that can help ease those spasms. And I personally like a one to one ratio to help right. muscle spasms. Soreness and pain, easing soreness and pain. This is huge. Jack, I think you mentioned this is kind of a lot of the way you use cannabis. Uh, for post-performance athletic reasons, but pain from inflammation, muscle pain, muscle spasms, like we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you know, anti-inflammatory, stress-reducing, and antioxidant, and just all that good stuff that cannabis can bring to the table to just help wash away a lot of that pain and soreness, which we don't want, like, if it's real pain, like if you break your foot, we want you to know that you broke your foot so you mm -hmm. can get it fixed, right? <laughs> we don't want to ignore that. But if you're like sore and if like, you know, you, you work out really hard and the next day you like go to stand up and you're like, oh, I'm so sore, right? The chances of you going back into the gym that day again are so slim because you're not going to want to move all day, right? Mm -hmm. What right. One thing that I've noticed with CBD and THC is that does it really doesn't happen to me anymore. Like I don't have that next day soreness like I used to have. It's there, but it's like not really there as much as it used to be. So it helps you get in a, a, a like a program, basically a routine of just, you know, continuously doing, you know, over and over going to the gym and creating that habit. And it's a healthy habit that everybody wants. And and the final piece here is number five, reducing inflammation. I, you know, biggest one on the list. This is very closely related to the one I just talked about with pain because pain is often related to inflammation. But I would say um, I've always found that a high CBD for inflammation only high CBD uh, solution, whether it's a tablet, what I actually my nose at night gets inflamed, right? Like if I get a stuffy nose, I take a, a high CBD lotion, I put it right on my nose, like right here. Mm -hmm. And the whole day I have, you know, I, I'm opened up all night. So I, I just can sleep. And so, you know, Inflammation uh, is huge. It's the core of most ailments that we have as humans. And that is why often you'll find people that use high CBD formulations for preventative purposes are going to have like longevity in their lives. Like that, that's just what I've seen, right? Mm -hmm. People that utilize cannabis on a regular basis have that longevity because it's a preventative form when you're not, when you're always blunting the inflammation processes that are going on in your body, pro-inflammatory processes.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConX. And look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.